Praise God. So God can, God can do some amazing things to help his people. James chapter 1 and verse 21. It says, Therefore lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness and receive with the meekness, with meekness the implanted word which is able to save your souls. Amen. Receive with meekness the implanted word which is able to save your souls. Now, we've been talking about the Word of God, the breathed Word of God, the Word of God through the mouth of, of prophets. The Word of God became flesh and, and the Word through, through Jesus, our Lord and Savior, and, and the Word coming by rev, revelation and inspiration of the Holy Spirit through the mouths of, of uh, people, uh, you, through our mouths being able to breathe the words of God into this population. And it's important. That's why it's important for us to make our declarations over this nation. Don't just, don't be quiet. Speak it out because your words are powerful. We, we speak out the word of truth. We speak out what, what uh, we see and what we feel like needs to happen and what God's word says. We declare that and speak it out. Whenever Whenever the Word of God goes forth, it has power to penetrate the hearts and to open, open up the hearts. I was, uh, for years, we did these big uh, crusades, these big meetings in other countries, and especially in India, we would, we, would put up, we would have these big meetings where there's thousands of people there, and it cost a lot, and it was a lot of work, and every, every time we went... I would just have to pray and believe for the finances and, and ways because we didn't have, we don't, we don't, I mean, we don't have a mailing list. We just trust God and we would have to believe God for that and the finances to pay for all that, which costs a lot. And after some years of doing that, I started questioning, is this really necessary? You know, should, should we do this or should we just concentrate on trying to, get, trying to get, you know, teach pastors and get them in church, which we did that. Ever, ever, we, we would have these big pastors meetings where we'd teach. And as I was praying about that, the Holy Spirit began to reveal to me that every time we had one of those meetings and we got up and preached the word, everybody in that meeting and and that could hear our voice come under the authority of the Word of God. And it had power. It had impact. And it, it, the authority of God's Word took control of the atmosphere. And the reason it was important is because everybody that was there suddenly came under the dome of protection of the Holy Spirit and the Word of God. And the Holy Spirit took control of the atmosphere and the Word penetrated the hearts of people because the, the confusion and the distraction of the enemy was cut off during that time. And they have an opportunity to just be free to receive the Word of God. So after that, I said, okay, let's do this thing, you know. I don't care what it costs. Let's do it. Because I begin to realize the power of the Word. I begin to realize the power of the declared Word and, and that it takes authority over the atmosphere. Wherever you're at, the atmosphere belongs to you. Not to what you're around, it belongs to you because you have the power of the Word and the power of the Holy Spirit to walk in that atmosphere. Amen. 
and they recognize you. Devils recognize you. Angels recognize you because you take control of the atmosphere. Amen. I'll never forget a time when I was, we'd, we'd been to a motorcycle rally. And we'd stopped at this gas station on the way back, and, and there was motorcycles everywhere. I mean, it was thick. It was like a beehive at this, at this, uh, at this gap, big gas station. And there was people everywhere. And I was there doing something on my bike, and all of a sudden I heard this lady behind me getting real loud. And immediately I thought, oh, I know what that is. I just sensed it. So I just kept my back turned because I thought, you know, I really don't want to make a scene. Man, if, if this gets started in this group, we're liable to have a major blowout here, you know, and just a major fight. And uh, so I just, I just continued. And finally, she just wouldn't go away, and she just kept getting louder and louder. And finally, I turned around and looked at her. And as soon as I looked at her, she goes, you, what are you doing here? I said, I'm just minding my own business. And uh, I just turned around and tried to walk away. I mean, immediately, that atmosphere. Now, if I would have, I might should have done it. I don't know. You never know what to do in situations like that. Because, uh, you know, it, it could have been a major, major riot. <laughs> if I would have said, come out, we might have had, had stuff going on for miles. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? There could have been mayhem and madness for miles. And I thought, you know, I don't think this is the time or the place for this. And so I just, I just kind of walked away. But listen, the, the power of the Word, you, you have power over the atmosphere, and you are recognized because of the Word of God that is in you and because of the Holy Spirit that is in you. Amen. All right. When, when we... This word says to receive with meekness, in other words, with an acceptant heart, not a argumentative attitude, not a, a resistance, but with meekness, with humility, receive the implanted word of God. The word here, as I was reading this verse, I thought, what word? Because the Bible is full of, of words. I mean, we could go back to the Old Testament, the law. There are, there, there's a lot of words. So I thought, what word is he talking about being implanted here? And it, the, what the, the word word, that sounds deep, doesn't it? The word word means the expression of thought as embodying a concept or idea. An expression of thought embodying a concept or an idea. This isn't, this isn't just words or idle talk. This is something that, that has an, impart, an impartation. And it says, the revealed will of God, the word that reveals the will of God is what he's talking about, or a direct, a direct revelation given by Christ. So he's talking about the word that will impact your life and give direction and empower you, and when we go to the Word, when we receive the implanted Word of God in our lives, then it, it begins to change us and transform us. In the book of Acts, chapter 10, look with me in the book of Acts, chapter 10, verse 34, it says, Then Peter opened his mouth and said, In truth I perceive that God shows no partiality. This is when he went down to Cornelius' house, and they 
were inquiring. The Gentiles were inquiring. But in every nation, whoever fears him and works righteousness is accepted by him. Now, I want you to notice this is a revelation to Peter. Peter didn't have his revelation until God confronted him on the rooftop with his word. And all of a sudden, Peter got a revelation. And here he is just a short time later declaring the revelation, declaring the word that had been planted into his heart. And he said, I perceive, amen, I perceive that God shows no partiality. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't um, go on about the fact that he argued with God over this, but I perceive that God shows no partiality. But in every nation, whoever fears him and works righteousness is accepted by him. The word which God sent to the children of Israel, preaching peace through Jesus Christ, he is Lord of all. That word, he is Lord of all. Jesus Christ is Lord of all. The word you know, which was proclaimed throughout all Judea and began from Galilee after the baptism of John, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. Amen. Hallelujah. Receive with humility the implanted word of God. What word? The word that Jesus Christ was anointed, amen, with the Holy Spirit and with power, who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. And we are witnesses of all things which he did, both in the land of the Jews and in Jerusalem, whom they killed by hanging on a tree. Him God raised up on the third day and showed him openly, not to all the people, but to witnesses chosen before by God, even to us who ate and drank with him after he rose from the dead, and he commanded us to preach to the people and to testify that it is he who was ordained by God to be judge of the living and the dead. To him all the prophets witness that through his name, whoever believes in him will receive remission of sin. Now the word, the implanted word of God is able to deliver our lives from destructions, what James 1.21 says. In the Passion Translation, it says it like this, we absorb God's word which has been implanted within our nature. I like that, the way it's, that has been implanted within our nature. You say, well, you know, it's just my nature to do that. Well, there is a word that has been implanted in your nature that can change your nature, amen, change who you are. Change your nature. For the word of life has power to continually deliver us. Amen. Continually. How many realize you need deliverance all the time? Amen. Every day. There are things that happen that we got to go back and say, oh, Lord, deliver me for this because it is really bothering me. Amen. <laughs> Have you ever found yourself uh, being around people and getting infected by their attitude? Amen. We talk about getting infected by a virus. We get infected by people's attitudes all the time. You can be around somebody that is just negative and hateful and, and walk away from that thinking, man, they are negative and hateful. Five minutes later, you got hateful, negative thoughts going on in your head. Why? Because the power of, of, of word, the power of the word. And you got to decide whether that's going to be an implanted word or a rejected word. Amen. You got to decide whether you're going to let that come in 
or are you going to cut it off? And we have to take a stand against these things, the, the Word, the implanted Word. Implanted in your nature. Hallelujah. Praise God. What Word? The words of Christ, the living Word, the Word that gives us life. Hallelujah. The new covenant coming into our lives, understanding. You know, when we, when we talk about James and, 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 you know, they talk about the Word they are they they didn't have they didn't have the canonized bible that we've got today they had they had the old the 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 uh, septuagint they had the the uh, law they had they had the words of jesus that had been written down and passed around and and had been related from one person to another and we had they had those words and they had to try to hang on to the words that jesus said because of the people that was with him the witnesses the apostles the people that heard him speak and they repeated what he had said and that word began to go into the hearts. Can you imagine taking a whole world that had never heard the gospel and all of a sudden beginning to preach Jesus and forgiveness and, and grace and mercy and that had, they had never heard of grace and mercy like this. They'd never heard of, 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 of love like, like the agape love. And all of a sudden these new words and these new terms and they had to start saying that. Why? How did they do that? They let the word that Jesus said become implanted into them and become part of their nature. Amen. It wasn't just something that they said they believed. It's something that literally possessed them, became part of them, the implanted word. Praise God. To understand the word implanted, it's like, it's like a fertilized egg in a mother's womb that attaches to the side wall of that womb and as soon as it attaches to that womb it literally becomes part of the mother not just part of the womb the part of the the mother the whole everything about that mother everything about that 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 mother's body suddenly becomes part of that little egg and begins to completely transform because of that new life that is attached. The implanted Word of God is just like that fertile seed, that fertile egg that implants that womb and becomes one with it. Amen. That's why that first trimester is so hard on, on, uh, on new mothers. I mean, it's rough feel bad all feel sick and tired and you know all this stuff it just why because all of a sudden something has been implanted into your body that is changing everything about you and if we can receive the word like that where the word comes into us and is implanted into our nature and suddenly begins to change everything about us begins to change our thinking, begins to change our nature, begins to change our focus, our values. Everything changes. When a, when a, when a, when a young lady gets pregnant, all of a sudden everything about her, her focus, her values, everything changes to that one thing. Totally takes over that life. Becomes dominant. And, and that mother... Begin everything she does is to protect that new baby, to protect that seed that has be, become part of her, and and so she begins to think about that. She begins to, you know, begin to. It changes who she is. 
You know, my, uh, my daughter-in-law, she said, she tells this so I can tell it. She, when she, I first got to know her, she did not, uh, Benaiah's wife, Natalie, she did not want to be a mother. She didn't know how to be a mother. She kept saying, I don't know how. I'm scared I'm going to mess the kids up. You know, I don't know how to raise kids and all this. And so she was very, very resistant. And when, when they found out that they were expecting, me and uh, my wife was down in Texas, and I went into a Harley-Davidson shop, and I had this little tiny onesie for a newborn that said Harley-Davidson on it. I told Betty, I said, take a picture. And I held that up, and she took a picture, and I, I, I sent it to Natalie and said, for future reference. Well, she sent back this, I, I will not accept that, no, I, you know, and all this kind of stuff. We got home a short time later, and they showed up the house, and she was crying. She was upset, and, and Benaiah was walking around smiling, and she come in and just fell, fell against me and just cried and cried and cried, and she said, I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to be a mom. Now, several years later, there is absolutely nothing in her world except those children. I mean, that her world revolves around them. She, she doesn't know what she'd do without them. Why? Because it became implanted in her and became who she was. Oh, come on, somebody. Whenever the Word of God comes into our life and becomes implanted in us, it becomes who we are. Hallelujah. And everything about us is to protect that Word and to nurture that Word and to walk with that Word, and it becomes our life. It becomes everything. Everything is about our life. Praise God. So the implanted word, what James is talking about here, is that word that becomes implanted and begins to grow, becomes attached to us, begins to grow and become part of us. Amen. Even after, even after a mother delivers that, that child and, and it grows and, and becomes older to her, that she is still attached her life is still changed dramatically and attached. Amen. So we, we have to receive the Word of God inside of us. In Luke chapter 24, turn with me to Luke chapter 24, verse 28. This is after Jesus rose from the dead. Many of the disciples didn't know about it. It says in verse 28, then they drew near to the village where they were going, and he, and he indicated Jesus. Jesus had attached himself to a couple of disciples that were walking down the road, and, and Jesus had just come up and joined. His resurrected Jesus had come up and just joined the conversation. That's what I just love about the Lord. He just, he'll just come and just join your conversation. Hallelujah. He knows what's going on in your life. He'll just join your conversation. He knows what you're doing. I always laugh when I send somebody a message, a text message. The Holy Spirit tells me to send somebody a text message. And, and they say, I was, that was just happening. I was just saying that. You know, it's almost like the Holy Spirit said, here, I'm part of your conversation. I know what's going on. I want to join your conversation. Amen. And God wants to join your conversation. He's part of your life. And Jesus, walking down a resurrected Jesus, incarnate, ready to be our mediator. 
Jesus saw these two disciples. We don't even know really what they're about or who they was. But Jesus thought they were important enough to, to just join with them. It wasn't Peter or John. It, it was just a couple of disciples. And here Jesus just attaches himself to them and starts walking down the road with them and talking to them and explaining the gospel to them. And, and they get to this point where they get to the village and it said he would have gone farther, but they constrained him saying, abide with us for it is toward evening. Now they didn't know who it was and the day is far spent. And he went in to stay with them. Now it came to pass, as he sat at the table with them, that he took bread, blessed and broke it, and gave it to them. Then their eyes were open, and they knew him, and he vanished from their sight. Hallelujah. Oh, I like that. I mean, I mean, Jesus, Jesus was able to eat. eat. He, he, he said, here, touch me. Touch me, I'm flesh and bone, but yet he could just vanish out of their sight. I mean, oh my goodness, Je Jesus operated in quantum physics before we even knew what it was. Amen. Quantum, quantum tunneling. Quantum, quantum tunneling. Praise God. He knew how to do that. He could go right through a wall and yet say, here, fill me, I'm flesh and blood. Isn't that amazing? That is just amazing to me. That's who Jesus was. Quantum tunneling is, is this. You can throw, throw a particle at a solid object. They've done this. Send a particle at a solid object, and a lot of times it'll bounce off. But every once in a while, you throw that particle at a solid object, and all of a sudden it appears on the other side of that object. That's quantum tunneling. Somehow it, somehow it found the space through. Jesus was able to find the space through. Amen. Praise God. Don't think you can shut him out. My goodness. You can't wall him out. You can't, you can't govern him out. You can't pass laws enough to hold him out. Jesus is going to get in no matter what we try to do. Jesus is able to get through the walls. and able. You might think you got a wall up so big that nobody can penetrate. And next thing you know, Jesus gets a particle of his truth into that wall, into your heart through that wall. And all of a sudden, truth begins to come alive inside of you. Hallelujah. Isn't God amazing? Amen. All of a sudden, he vanished from their sight. And he said to one another, did not our heart burn within us while he talked with us on the road and while he opened the scriptures to us? What are we talking about? Jesus was sharing the word, and the, the word was being implanted into them. And they, they said, didn't our hearts burn within? In other words, wow, did you feel the impact? Of those words I felt the impact that's what they were saying I, I felt the impact I felt it changing me I felt it becoming part of me it burned inside of me hallelujah and that's the Word of God today it burns inside of us and we receive the implanted Word of the Lord hallelujah oh praise God Lord let your word be implanted inside of us God, let it take root and grow, Father God, becoming one with us. Lord, the word, the revelation of Christ, the revelation knowledge of Jesus Christ. Lord, I thank you for your word today. Thank you, God, for the implanted word of God. Stand with me today. Hallelujah. I'm not going to preach. I'm, I'm going to cut her short today. 
My father-in-law told me one time we had a small crowd show up, and I preached for a long time. And afterwards, he said, son, when a few cows show up, don't feed them the whole barn of hay. I really don't know what he's trying to say. I just... <laughs> Hallelujah. But we need the word today. If, if ever we needed the word burning inside of us, it's right now. Hallelujah. Uncertainty. There can be a lot of uncertainty. But if you know the word, if you know the Lord, you can rest in peace. You can have peace in your heart and just say, God, I thank you for peace right now. Lord, I just humble myself and thank you for the peace of God that passes understanding. Amen. We don't have to be in turmoil. We just have to have our minds made up. Thank you, Father. Lord, today, there are many that are wondering about their future. There are many that's wondering about their health. There are many that are wondering, Lord God, what things are going to look like in their life in the next few weeks, in the next month. But Father, today we just look to you. You are the author and the finisher of our faith. the Alpha, the Omega. You're the beginning and the end. Lord, you saw the, you, 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 you see the beginning and you've already saw the end. And Lord, we just hook up with you today. And I ask today, Lord God, that your, your word would just literally burn in our hearts. Burn inside of us. Change our nature. Change who we are. Make us like Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We want to know the will of God, the perfect will of God. We want to know the revealed will of God. Lord, I pray for the revelation of your word to come alive in our hearts today and just be implanted, to be attached in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father God. Lord, I pray. Lord God, for every believer in this nation today, Lord God, that we would get our eyes on you and trust you. Father, I pray over the pastors and the, and the leaders of churches and ministries. Lord, that we begin to understand and receive insight, revelation, and understanding from you. Father, I thank you for that. Praise the name of Jesus. I thank you for it, Father. Lord, we just look to you today in Jesus' name.